Looking for a podcast show that is unfiltered, raw, and uncut? Tune in to The Joe Antonio Show right now on anywhere you stream your podcasts. He's got comedy bits, news, phony phone calls, and so much more. As always, on his show, nobody is safe. Tune in now and laugh with us five days a week on The Joe Antonio Show. Hey now, this is Joe Antonio on The Joe Antonio Show. Welcome to The Joe Antonio Show. Our content is not intended as legal, medical, or financial advice. We are not attorneys, nor do we play them on TV. Void where prohibited. Batteries not included. No purchase necessary to win. We are not responsible for personal items left in car. Dealer participation may affect actual cost. Any resemblance to any person living or deceased is coincidental. Actual price may vary. See dealer for details. Shake well before use. Keep frozen until ready to serve. Contents under pressure. Caution may be hot. Has been known to cause birth defects in laboratory animals. Use only as directed. Not to be taken internal. Not to be taken literally. Should not be used by pregnant women or nursing mothers. Avoid direct contact with eyes and skin. If rash develops, discontinue use. Keep hands and arms and legs inside the cage at all times. Do not attempt this at home. No clients were harmed in the making of this podcast. Member FDIC. And now.
Alright, hey now. Cool. My mic level set up there. Gentlemen, tell me a chance on a Saturday night. That's a good one right there. What's up, Danny Monster? Yeah, ready live in the studio tonight, guys. Ah. What's up, boy? I've been hard at work getting the show prepped up for us tonight, guys. On a Saturday night, March 18th, day after St. Patrick's Day. Wow. Ugh. God, I didn't go out last night. Kind of a feeling how I know this is. Let me see if he'll be on the panel. Guys, I don't know where Boogie Nights is tonight. Um, you know, obviously Boogie Nights our co-host here. Uh, not sure where the fuck he is. Uh, I've been texting him for the last few hours. So I don't know if he's uh, sleeping. I don't know. But um, uh, uh, Tuttles, is that you or, or are you um, somebody else? Maybe it's Ghostface. I don't know. <laughs> If you guys missed it last night, too, we're going to be uh, posting up our uh, Scream 6 uh, movie uh, conversation. We had a great conversation. It was me, Tuttles, uh, Boogie Nights, and Aaron popped in also. And uh, what a great conversation we had. What are you doing in the display? The console. <laughs> um, so, yeah, guys, we're going to post all those up after this show. We'll get everything all posted up from last night, tonight, and all that, all that jazz. But uh, I don't know. I, I think Tuttles is on the panel. I think that's him. Hmm. Unless he's like uh, disguising himself. Is that Tuttle's boy? No, no, this is Scott. Need... <laughs> oh, oh, Scott. What's up? What's you, up, Scott? I thought yeah, you were... Yeah, you sent the invite to me. <laughs> I did. I, oh, I sent you an invite? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I send... Well, maybe. No, I think BP shared it and then maybe you got the invite. All right, Scott. Oh, I see. Okay. Oh, oh, you, oh, you, cha- oh, you changed your name. You got like some Arabic uh, writing for your name. That's pretty cool. Right. I don't actually think it's Arabic. I just think it's uh, children's scribble. Oh, okay. So, All right. Even yeah, better. Yeah. How are you doing tonight? Yeah. I haven't. I, I don't think I've ever talked to you actually on the show. No, uh, yeah. no. Uh, I could actually say this honestly, right? Long time listener, first time caller. Yeah. I always, <laughs> hate, I always hate. I always hate that. I'm like, oh, just shut up and get to the point. Care? I don't care how long you've been listening. You know? That's fine right, though, because right. you're, you're, yeah, that's fine if it's coming out of your mouth. What's going on? Yeah, but it's, yeah, uh, not, not much. I'm actually just kind of running some air, and errands in the lovely town of Tucson. So, um, oh, so you're from the gonna... same, uh, you're from the same neck of the woods as Hannah, then? Okay. Absolutely. All right. You should go. Ho- you should go hang out with her and uh, and Q when they go out and fucking pff, go to town, dude. I saw some yeah, pictures maybe, and shit. Maybe. Yeah. That, <laughs> that, that cue's a catch. Oh, my Lord. All right. Well, what do you got going on tonight? Listen, it's Saturday night. We got a whole action-packed show here. I don't have a co-host. Uh, so if you want to stay on the panel here and uh, with me and Rennie, I got Rennie here. Rennie's, uh, you know, obviously he does a lot of stuff uh, for us for the show. He pulls clips. He, he does. Um, he made that beautiful song for, for Boogie Night's Cat last night. I'm sure you heard that one. I, I did, and I I fell in love. So uh, Gary, yeah, yeah the, the let it be Gary version. Yeah, he did a good job with that one. Um, yeah, so yeah. he's live here tonight. But uh, yeah, what's going on? Saturday night. Um, how did you make it? You made it through uh, St. Patrick's Day. I'm seeing. That's good. I, I I did, but I did not uh you know visit any establishments either. So uh yeah. so I, I I stayed out of the line of fire. Right, <laughs> dude. Listen, I talked about it briefly last night. It's not um, it's not worth the the bullshit and the trouble to go out and and, and go out on St. Patrick's Day anymore. It's just it's it's amateur hour. You know, your your best bet if you want to fucking drink, stay home. You know what I mean? Like I I watched videos today on Facebook of people that were out last night, 
And I swear to God, but I, you know, I was sitting on the toilet. I'm taking the duty this morning and I'm watching, I'm going through my Facebook. And I'm like, Oh my God, I am so happy that I didn't go out last night. I'm so happy that I just sat here in the fucking studio. I, uh, I did two shows. We did one with Tuttles. Um, also, you know, the scream, uh, six show which was fucking awesome we had a good time we were playing clips um you know from random shit and playing music from the previous but you know what it is i i woke up this morning and i felt invigorated i i remember the the next day waking up after a fucking uh, a saint patrick day, like binger and i'm like oh my god like i didn't even want to be alive i was so fucked up yeah. right right and that's a that's a crazy scene here in tucson because it's the college kids right so, right. I mean, you're, you're, it's, it's going to be insane to go out. I mean, you're talking Ugh. about lines, people all over each other. Um, the smell in the air alone might make you want to stay home, you know? Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The nasty fucking smell of people just around and right. <laughs> body sweat, BO fucking booze. I mean, oh my Lord. Right. It's like a, co- it's like a cocktail of fucking just bad faith. You're just like, Oh my god get me out of this <laughs> it's like it's a cocktail of failure is what i want to say i'm just like why yeah right <laughs> right right do you think uh do you think uh boogie kind of per- partaked in uh, some green beers there Maybe. i don't know listen dude you know the thing with boogie and i've been talking to him and i've been telling him here's the thing guys and you know bp knows this so we've been i've been talking to him off the air um it's just listen he's he's got to get some fucking sleep you know, here's the thing is I, you know, I keep my phone on until about 9.45 p.m. Eastern time. Right, Rennie? You know, 9.45 p.m. Eastern time is when I, yeah, see, 9.45 p.m. Eastern time. And then my phone goes into almost like a bedtime mode, like a night-night mode where if people text me and shit, I don't get any alerts. I don't get any alerts from nothing. It's just my screen goes black. So even if I have to pick my phone up during the night, it's nice and easy to see. It's not blinding me. So I, I wake up sometimes like, you know, maybe like I always wake up at three 30 in the morning. I don't know why. And it's just a weird fucking thing. I wake up at three 30. I go and I, I take a pish and then I, uh, you know, I might have a cigarette too, if I'm craving one and then I go back to bed, but I'll, I'll open up my phone and I'll look and like, he's up until fucking two 30, three o'clock in the morning, fucking texting me, sending me like videos and shit. And, and like, you know, but it's good. I mean, he's giving us content for the show, but I'm like, I told him, dude, you got to fucking start. You got to fucking start, like, getting some sleep, man. I mean, it's, you know, Jesus. Right. It's nah. really bad. Dude, if sleep is the most vital fucking thing that you can have in your life. I mean, listen, I love my fucking sleep. I love it. I love going to bed. As soon as this fucking show is over, you know, I pack up and I go right to bed. You know, and I, I love it, man. I turn on my fucking music. I turn on my fan. It's blowing right on me. And I sleep like a baby. And I told him, like, dude, you know, I asked him, like, Boogie, what is your deal with not sleeping? He's like, I don't know. I can't sleep. I can't sleep. I can't go to sleep. Oh, for some reason, I can't sleep. I'm like, well, dude, you got to do something. Some mel- some CB. He's been asking. He's been asking me about CBD. I told him to take some melatonin. I mean, I don't know what else to fucking do with him anymore. He's a lost cause. You know, <laughs> right, right, ready? Yeah. See? Crazy, right. Dude. No, I, I, I see, I see him roaming around. You know. I know, and late, listen, late, I, he already late, got him. night. Yeah, he already <laughs> got himself in trouble, and then you know I had to fucking bail his ass out. Like I, you know, you know, just, just do listen. 
I love the motherfucker. I do. He's just, you know, I feel like I'm I'm dealing with a fucking man child sometimes. I'm like, I tell him, like, dude, when our show's over, you know what you need to do is go to bed. He's like, all right, I'll go to bed. He won't go to bed. I, he'll be up and fucking carousing around and doing stupid shit like he shouldn't be. And I told him, it's the reason why last time you, you, you got fucking pegged. You got pegged in the ass. He doesn't listen. <laughs> You know, right, Rennie? Rennie, Rennie's right underneath. He's looking. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, the beautiful BP is here. Brian, what's up, man? How you doing tonight, brother? How you doing? Some people oh, like good, man. Some people like to get pegged in the ass. Some don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, who knows? I mean, listen. I I love Boogie. I just you know. Like for me to like, I talked to him, you know, you said even BP too. You talked to him like, what it was like around noontime, like one, two, three o'clock, something around that dude, me too. Oh, and then all yeah. of a sudden I, yeah. And then I just completely lost contact with him and dude, you know what the problem is, is like, you know, Hannah's in a different time zone. It's tough for her to get on the show. She's got shit going on. Aaron's working. So, you know, it's just, it's, it's tough. I mean, I'm, I'm fine with hosting a show by myself. I've done it many a times in the past, you know, and uh, you know, reasonably, what I look at is like you know, when this show, the, the live show, I really don't care who comes in. It's just you know, when 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 I have to post this, I gotta have a good contented show because it goes to eighteen different platforms. You know, so we gotta we gotta have some fun. It's nice when we have people on here to banter with and shit, but listen, I'm, I'm used to it. It's you know, oh, you know. can do it. You can do it, Joe. I know. I just you know, it's nice to have the. Um, it's nice to have the other factor of having somebody on here to kind of kick around the ball. You know what I mean? It's like you, you can't play soccer by yourself. You know what I mean? You, you can't go. Did you, did you ever try playing basketball by yourself? You know, it, it's not I, fun. I play basketball by myself. I always win. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Exactly. <laughs> well, maybe, yeah. Maybe that's a, that's a, see, BP's always got the bright way to look at things. That's why I love you. Yeah, I know. It's just, um, I don't know. I don't fucking know. It's not like I'm not paying people here either. I am paying people. <laughs> I should start paying you, BP, to be honest with you. But you, and why you're not on the payroll is beyond me. The amount uh, of content. And, no, you know. labor. No. <laughs> we got to start giving you some kickbacks. Hey, listen, I got to thank Torres, too, last night. If you uh, you heard BP last night, he was on the air, and he was telling us about how he was having his surgery, his uh, gynecomastia surgery. I was like, holy vey, I... I know exactly about what that disease is all about. You know, when your your nipples blow up like they're balloons. Ugh. That sucks. And then he told me about the surgery, how they had to like go into his armpit and like suck all the fat out of there. I was like, ugh. I was like, whoa, that's crazy. But um, yeah, shout out to Torres, man. Hopefully uh, he has a good surgery. And dude, he sent us um, you know, a nice little chunk of changer to the show last night. He didn't have to do that shit. That was nice of him. Yeah, Torres is a cool dude. Absolutely. I like him, man. He's a cool man. That, that, that was very nice of him, dude. I, you know, listen, I should have took the money that he sent me and sent it back to him. Like, here, listen, I, I don't know what his insurance situation is. I'm sure that that surgery he's got going on is not going to be a cheap labor, you know. But, um, yeah, sometimes you got to do what you have to do, though. Yeah, no, that was nice, man. You know, listen, I, I, I said it last night, you know, guys, I love doing this show. I, I, I do this not just for myself because I love doing it, but I do it for, fucking people listen if i miss a show people are like, oh what the fuck are you you know and that's why i say like you know it's important that i'm here to do this shit and you know i don't know what the fuck boogie's what he's doing what's going on with him but you know it's important for me to be here because i gotta do this fucking show 
I got to get it out there. I mean, people rely on shit. I have people tell me they're relying on their mental health. Like, you know, I listen to this shit on the way to work. If I don't listen, if I don't hear your show, there's a problem. <laughs> I'm stuck in fucking bumper to bumper traffic. Your, your show is the only thing that gets me through it. Those are the type of okay, things that I love. Okay, Joe, now is the mental health for good, good for their mental health or bad for their <laughs> health? <laughs> well, listen, we could be very dark sometimes, but I think a lot of people appreciate the humor and everything. So I think, the, you know, listen, it, laughter is the best medicine for anything. You guys know that. Absolutely. You got to laugh. Yeah. You know, one thing about we, we, I think we take ourselves a little bit too fucking seriously. And I'm not one of those people. Obviously, you can tell from how I, uh, you know, construct and, and do this show here. So, I mean, it's, no, no, I'm it's, completely, I'm completely yeah. serious all the time. <laughs> yeah. If, if anybody, listen, if, if anybody's the darkest around here, it's BP. I mean, if you guys listen in the live chat and, you, and you're seeing what BP is talking about when we're just discussing topics, I mean, BP is just, he's off the wall. And that's why it's okay. actually nice to have you. It's it's nice to have you actually live on the air, so we can actually hear it live, uh, right, Renny? <laughs> yeah. See, <laughs> he's like carousing around. He's like carousing around the studio here. He's like sniffing everything up. Hey, Renny, listen. You know, you know. Go go take a seat. Hey, listen. If I'm Renny improved, then hey, I'm good. Yeah. No, he's um, he's he's good. He loves being here. I mean, dude, he's. Once he gets in the studio, he's like right at home. He just jumps on his fucking spot bed that he's got. Um, you know, he's just he's, he's underneath the console. He's right here. What's up, Red Mo? That's me tapping his hey, stomach. Think, you can um, hear that. I think Lizzie. I think Lizzie might want to come up on the panel. Too. Oh yeah, bring her in. Let's get her in. Let's listen. Uh, we're you know this is kind of the first half hour bullshit hour. Let's get her on. And uh, I haven't. I don't think I've ever talked to Lizzie either. This is kind of a a first for us. Hey, what's and uh, it's not. Hey, what's up, Lizzie? Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Joe Antonio show. How you doing? You what there, kind of, Lizzie? Uh, content do you post? I only popped into your show once or twice on Podbean. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh my God, didn't we? BP, didn't we talk about this last night? <laughs> or what was it? A couple shows ago. BP, do you want to explain to her how the show? Got, I mean, listen, I, I, I've, I've said this until it's blue in the face because I have people from like the religious shows coming here, like. Yeah, come in. I you know. No, this is. I'm serious, Lizzie. I'm not. I'm not bullshitting you. This is what happens. They come in and they go. Hey, hello. I. My name is Pastor Roy Converse. And what is your show about? What is the premise of your show? I get this shit all the time, and I'm. I'm, I'm fucking mind blown. So, BPD, could you could you fucking explain to her what what the show is about? Because I don't even know what the fucking show is about. Well, right, ready. Yeah, he has subjects that we go over when we can get to them. We're gonna go off on other stuff and that, but it's just a general, general, you know, have fun and bullshit about stuff. Some dark humor, some funny stuff, just a little bit of every little hodgepodge of everything. Right. We we dive into new. We dive into news topics. Yeah, we talk about news, dating music. stuff. Right. Music. I mean, we, listen. It's just. It's a. I don't know. It's an encapsulation of everything. I really can't even describe. It's a it's a variety show, but I just I don't know, Renny. I mean, what do we do here? We 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 just come on here and have fun. Uh, we we stick around for two hours. We play good music. We we talk about what's going on in the world. We poke fun at people. You know, listen. It's just we've been doing this now. I've been doing this since the pandemic started. And again, this is just a a, a relief for myself, and I, I'm sure a lot of people that come in here and listen to the show and have fun. So and that's all I can. All I can say it as, you know. 
Oh, that's a great description, Joe. I swear, I am going to listen to every show going forward. All right, Pastor uh, Roy Converse, I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, uh, by the way, um, can I have another question? Uh, what kind of dog is Rennie? Oh, Rennie is a um, Rennie. What are you? You're a uh, you're a miniature collie. What do they call those? He's like a Shetland. Okay. Uh, you said a Shetland? A Shetland? No, he's a Shetland. Oh, a Shetland. No, a Shetland. Shetland? No, a Shetland. A Shetland. Uh, uh, he's getting pissed off at you now, dude. I gotta let you go, uh, <laughs> Pastor Roy Converse. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll go. Okay, I am going to listen to the show. I won't ask for the premises anymore. Thank you. Alright, thanks. <laughs> yeah, what a douche. Alright, so I, listen, that's all I can, that's the only way that I can, I can describe the show there, Lizzie, but it's, it's nice to talk to you. Well, what's going on with you tonight? Let's, let's move this moves forward. <laughs> now that you know what the show is, of, now you know what the show is about. Gotcha. What do you got going on in your life? Anything that you can uh, smoke my brain up about? <laughs> uh, I live in Iowa, so it's kind of boring, but, um, oh, okay. Ah, you put me on the spot. I'll have to think about it. What do you got going on in your life? You got, is everything good? Is everything bad? Uh, Rennie, what are you doing down there? Uh, what is is everything okay? You know, you dating somebody? You got anything you want to talk about? Listen, I'm a great uh, BP. Will tell you, I'm great at like solving problems. I'm a great psychiatrist. I should have actually been a psychiatrist at one point. Anything that's bothering you that I can, you know, help you out through uh, through the the uh, the music, the airwaves here, I can help you. Sure. I had a question. Yeah, go ahead. So, um, so five second story. Um, originally I'm from Seattle, Washington, but okay. I had to move out here from uh, A, because of the pandemic, and B, um, ironically, so it's a bit of a story, but I graduated with a teaching degree. I had a friend in the Philippines who did volunteer work and she wanted me to come help her for a little bit. So I went out there right. and helped for about six months. Loved it. Wanted to stay. Come back for the pandemic. Because it got to the point where people could only, like, have one person from the house leave and go to the supermarket once a week with a pass from the local government. It was Oof. really bad. Yeah. Um, but came back. Um, had a little bit of a falling out with her family because I was staying with them. And um, their daughter came back from a religious school and she fell in love with somebody uh, that was a woman, but because she was on staff, um, the other girl didn't take barely any heat, and uh, the family didn't really help her out, and they really mistreated her. And so I ended up in Iowa, and I kind of just have been in the space right now where I kind of saw the, I mean, I'm not against church and all that, but I kind of saw the dark side of like, yeah, you know, what religious people do. and. That brings it to the question of in between this space and trying to figure out like, you know, how to orient myself in life and like what I think and feel, but it makes it really difficult to like date and go meet other people because like, mm. I don't know who the heck I am or what I'm doing. I don't know how to navigate the dating world on top of trying to figure out who the heck I am. Because so, sounds, sounds like a great application for Tinder. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was just gonna say, I was like, listen, I was gonna just, I, you know, listen, Lizzie, I'll, let me tell you something. You don't need to know as far as like what your religion is. 
to base your life on what you're going to do and how you're going to proceed. Listen, if you're like kind of debunked on religion, you kind of got to phase that out of your life. Are you, were you religious at all? Like growing up? I mean, what, what kind of religion did you, were you a Catholic or? No, I grew up religious. Um, I grew up kind of generic Baptist, but um, okay. I, I never really was like hardcore into it. Like I believed it, but like, right. you know, like be nice to people, believe in God, but it's just yeah. the, the falling out, the way they treated my friend was like really, really tough. And yeah, well, that's, yeah, that's going to put a little bit of a scar on you. But I mean, so now, you, you know, you moved from, so you're in Seattle. I moved from Seattle to Iowa, yeah. All right. So, well, li- listen, the one thing you got to appreciate is at least you're not getting rained on, you know, seven days a week. Uh, you know, I love, I love the city of Seattle. I mean, it's a beautiful city. I've been out there many times, but it's, you know, it's kind of a, it's kind of a depressing fucking place. If you guys have ever been to Seattle. It is not a uh, fucking it, it. It's beautiful when it's fucking sunny out, which is maybe like for three hours out of a seven day work week. <laughs> That's um, but otherwise, I mean, Iowa. Listen, I I know people from Iowa. I think um Jill who listens to our show. I think she's from Iowa. Am I correct on that one, BP? I think I believe. You know, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. She's from Iowa, and you know, Iowa's a fucking. Iowa's like no man's land. I wish I lived in fucking Iowa. I live in Connecticut. Okay, be happy that. I, I live so close to New York and Boston, like I, I swear I can I can smell a New Yorker and a fucking a mass hole sniffing my ass every single time I leave my my house. So uh, unfortunately, you kind of got to just I was a beautiful fucking state. It is. It's beautiful there. There's not a lot of crime. So you got to look at the bright. But again, the, the dating scene over there is so you're basically your question is, is you don't really know how to move forward if you're trying to like find somebody that you can, you know, move forward with with you. You're confused. OK, well, let me tell you, Dr. Joe was here. All right. And Dr. Rennie, too. Right. Dr. Rennie, he's here, too. Yeah, he's here, too. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Um the, the only thing that I could tell, and th- th- I could see that, you know, in Iowa, the dating pool's got to be, you know, BP, if I'm thinking about this correctly, and the dating pool's got to be fucking very scarce, you know. Yeah, but it is, yeah. it, but it's a fucking really large state, so you think it wouldn't be, but I'm sure there's a lot of people that are out there, you know, you got a lot of ranchers, you got a lot of people that are doing industry shit, but I, I don't know. I, pff, Scott, you you hit the nail on the head. I mean, I, I would make the best goddamn Tinder profile you can. I mean, or and listen, you know, we talked about this. Um, just, just I think say if you, you're, if, uh, oh, sorry, just say you're into crypto and you'll fit right <laughs> in. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what it is? It, to be serious, though, you know, I think if you're going to be looking, you, may, you might want to start with online dating. Like, you might want to do the whole fucking shebang with that. And I mean, you really can't go anywhere. Like, in, I mean, uh, Oh, hey, now, I mean, you're in Iowa, so I mean, if, if so, you're kind of, re- I would say go to church, but you're kind of scared of religion now, right? Hey, now. I ain't scared of it. I'm just not too. You, you just, you're on the fence about it now because you've, what well, you saw. Okay. Yeah. Joe, there's a difference between organized religion and faith. This is what I right. always get into when people talk about that. Organized yeah. religion is not true faith. You can have faith in a God and not believe in organized religion. Right. Organized religion is a money. To me, it's just nothing but a money making. All it is. Well, and you're right. Listen, I'm Catholic, but here's the thing. I haven't been to fucking church in like four years. Okay. And even though it's Lent right now and shit, you know, my father always asked me, Hey, you, you, you want to go? You want to You'll call me on the phone. You know, I'm like, right. Hey, listen, it's Lent. You want to uh, go to 
church together today. I'm like, Dad, no, I just had a fucking show last night. I'm tired. I only get two days off. I don't want to go to church. And I feel like a fucking asshole, you know, because my dad goes to church every Sunday. But, dude, listen, I believe in what I believe in. But me having to go to church doesn't make me a bad person if I don't go to church. It really doesn't. I, I'm no, I don't. <laughs> I, I tell everybody all the time. Yeah, you don't need to gather in a church to praise God. You right, be exactly. In a restaurant or whatever. As long as people gather together to believe in what you believe in. Doesn't matter if it's I in a s- church, if it's in a restaurant or whatever. Right. I say a prayer every single night before I go to bed, okay? I say a prayer every night before I go to bed. I thank, for, I thank God for everything that I fucking have in this world, okay? That's it. And I think that's me saying my penance and that's all I need. That's that's realistically all I need. I don't need to be, you know, a, a fucking one of those church going Bible thumpers. And again, you know, that's a lot of people are fucking into that shit. That's what your jam is. Hey, hey listen, I've got all to you. Um, but Lizzie, I think what you need to do is um, I, I really think in where your situation is, you can't really, you know, my I always say this on the air. My, my favorite thing is going to a grocery store and accidentally smashing a cart by accident into somebody like when you're grocery shopping that you think is cute. I've done that a few times. It works. Um, and you say you're sorry. And then you just kind of do like the pickup line things like, Oh, hey, I'm sorry. Oh, 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 you're shopping for fruity pebbles. I love that cereal. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Liz, do you, Liz, do you have any people around there that you are close with in Iowa? You know? Yeah. People that you hang with. I've only been here a year, so not yet. So that's uh, the other thing too. I mean, that's yeah. Because yeah. if you find tough. someone you hang with in that, you can you know find out from that because you just find someone to vibe with, pretty much. Yeah, you need a wingman. You, you need, he, yeah. she needs like an she needs like an Aaron. You know, I like how I have Aaron. Aaron. <laughs> yeah, Aaron? you know what I'll do is I'll send Aaron out in like a little package, and he'll just he'll pop out of the box like, "Hey, what's going on? Let's let's get you a date." Duh, 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 duh. Aaron will walk you right to the bar and like, "Oh, hey, let's go in here." Hey, Liz, this is Lizzie. Lizzie, this is John. John, Lizzie, John. Blah, blah. Yeah, that's what we need. Yeah, you need a you need a wing woman or you need a wingman or somebody. And yeah, Liz, don't be don't be afraid to put yourself out there to talk to people, talk to strangers. People, yeah. people are only strangers to you get to know them. Right. That's tough, dude. When you move to another state, I mean, listen, she's kind it of in a tough. shit. She's in a shit spot. It's like, you know, what, what do you do? You're, you're in a you're in a fucking huge state like Iowa. I mean, Iowa's not a small state. I mean, Iowa's like fucking three Connecticut's where I live. So it's like, you know, but it um, it's a, it, anything worth anything you have to work for. Exactly. You know, and, and that's the thing, too, is like, you know, I would say get out there, maybe go to like, you know, and again, I hate meeting girls at bars. Like, you know, it's like one of my fucking pet peeves. I'd rather meet a girl at fucking the grocery store or uh, CVS. You know, she, she's shopping for a deodorant. And I'm like, oh, they shouldn't use that one. My ex used that one. And she, her armpits used to smell like shit. You know, spark a stupid conversation like that. I don't know. Anywhere. But yeah, but if you, if you have to, I mean, listen, maybe put yourself out there, go to a bar, you know, hang out there. I mean, if you know, if you're cute and shit, you know, there's a guy that'll come over and hit on you, you know, got a question. Yeah. So with a kind of religious background, I don't drink a whole lot. If I just order like a Pepsi and hang around a bar, do you think that'll work? Yeah. Can, who the fuck? You could be drinking a Jack and Coke for all I know. Who gives a shit? <laughs> well, this girl's a fucking, have to, yeah. You don't have to drink to go to a bar. No, yeah, exactly. I, listen, you know how many times I've gone to bars and like, you know, I had to be a good boy 
and like I just would sit there and drink like a seltzer water and shit and just kind of sit around and like talk to people and patrons. I love talking to random people. I, I really do, but I kind of got to get set up for it. I'm not the person that will execute it, but I will sit there and I'll have random people just, you know, come over and flock to me and start talking to me and then I'll get comfortable. I'll get into the conversation. You don't need alcohol to, to get into that. So if you don't drink, that's not a big thing. That's, you know, don't, don't worry about that. You can go to a bar and drink a seltzer or drink a, drink a, I'll tell you, if you like Coca-Cola, drink a Coke because the guy will think you're drinking a Jack and Coke, you know. And then when he's like, uh, can I buy you a, another Jack and Coke? And just be like, oh, well, I already had one or two. I think I'm just going to have a, a Coca-Cola for now on. You know, just play it cool. And uh, the other thing is, too, is if a guy fucking is sitting there and he's like, oh, she's not drinking. Who gives? Dude, you don't want that. You, you don't want that. You, you don't want a guy that's like interested in if you're drinking or not. 100% you can go to a bar and do that, right? But BP, I mean. Oh, yeah. I I agree. I agree. I think like dancing is more important, right? Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. Like like small small conversation uh, interaction is I think number one. Right? right. Yep. Yeah. I mean, listen. You know, you you start off slow. You you get to know them. Then like, uh, oh, can I bring you to the dance floor? Uh, and then you just go out there and you you show off and. It's very easy. I just, you know, I think, Lizzie, your problem is, is you're too scared to kind of get out of your bubble that you're in right now and go out and do it. You just got to listen. I'm in my own bubble here, too. I'm in the same situation that you are. I, uh, I, I broke up with my ex, you know, about a year ago, and I'm, you know, I'm in a completely different area that I lived in. I'm in the area that I grew up in, which, which is great because I have a lot of my friends here, but I still don't. I, I can't break out of my bubble. I'm, I'm more or less like, you know, I think with the stain of the relationship that I had, I kind of just don't want to, I'm testing the waters, but I'm doing them very gradually. And if you listen to my show too, I mean, I've talked about it plenty of times, BP. I mean, I've had some pretty crazy chicks that I've gone out with on dates from the Tinder app and, and they didn't work no. so well. Yeah. Yeah. No, no we crazy had the, girls. Oh yeah. My God. You know, so listen, but you got to get yourself out there, Lizzie. You know, you can't doubt yourself. I think what you're doing is you're doubting yourself. I think you got to just kind of pick yourself up by the bootstraps and go out there and meet some people. Meet, start with friends, meet, meet, meet fucking chicks, meet some other girls that are like friends, you know, meet some, maybe they know some hot dudes to hit, hook you up with. I don't know. Or maybe I could put you on the next season of MILF Manor. How old are you? <laughs> Uh, I'm 27 and I'm not sure. Oh, oh, you're 27. Oh, no, you know. Maybe uh, I could put you on Milf Man. Or what, is your mom hot? <laughs> you guys could both go on there. You guys could both go on. Uh-huh. Yeah, I love my Milf Manor. But listen, listen, don't get down on yourself. I mean, you, you sound like a cute girl. I, I'm sure you can, you know, you can get a guy. Have you had, have you been in like a long term relationship with anybody? Yes and no. I was in a relationship for about six months. But again, I'm kind of shy. I went to school. I didn't get around much, so. All right. Well, believe, me, believe it or not, Liz, I was shy, too. <laughs> really? <laughs> you? Yes. Are you fucking yes, kidding believe me? It, yes, believe it or not. <laughs> I was shy, yeah. But I started working with the public, so that broke me out of the shyness. Right, yeah. See, that's I do the same thing. I mean, I work with with people every single day, and plus, I do this show, so I have to interact with people all day. So, I'm kind of fucking used to it, right, Ronnie? He knows. I I think that your your deal there, Lizzie, is you will be fine. I think you just <clears throat> because you're in a new situation, you kind of just gotta 
You got to look a little bit more forward. You're looking kind of in the now. You got to look forward and be like, ah, you know, get some friends first. Find a couple girlfriends. Go to the, I don't know, do you go to the gym or anything? Or you have like any place you can go to like interact with people? Or what do you do for work? Yeah, um, I go to the gym a little bit. I work as All a right. lab. You're a lab? Oh, jeez. You must make good money. You must make that dull ray me. <laughs> well, that, I mean. Yeah, well, you know, if you're at the gym and shit, I mean, you know, just, I, I don't know. I, the, your best bet, like I said, is, yeah, I hate to say it, but, uh, you know, maybe hit up a bar and just, you know, sit there casually, watch the TV, interact with the bartender. When you, when they bartender sees you interacting, when you're talking to them, other people notice that, like, oh, maybe she knows the bartender. Oh, maybe that's, and then people start to swarm around you. You just, if you sit around and you think about it, the more it's going to fucking make you crazy. Or, like Scott was saying, you know, honestly, get on one of those dating apps. I'll tell you, don't go on Tinder. If you're looking for like a relationship, I would tell you to go on the Bumble one, even though I haven't had great success with Bumble. And that's just me because I'm a, I'm a picky fuck when it comes to women. Um, so, so don't don't fucking take my experience with it. Sign up for Bumble. I think it's like 15 or 20 bucks a month or whatever. But you'll line up a date pretty quick and you can go out on a date. And I'm, I swear, if you like the person, you know, you know, you could talk to them beforehand. And the cool thing is with Bumble is the woman has to make the first move. So if a guy likes you, he can't just like, you know, talk. You got to make the first move on him on Bumble. So I think that's your, that's my recommendation. Or Liz, go online and see if there's any speed dating out there. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Does that still even exist anymore, BP? <laughs> well, that means he was going to go to that one. Oh, my God. I wish that happened. The fucking content we could have got from that. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were going to send uh, Handy on a speed dating um, adventure, and we were going to put Boogie Nights in like an earpiece in her ear and actually have uh, Boogie Nights ask the fucking guy's <laughs> questions the whole entire time. But I don't know. She kind of freaked out at the end of it. Yeah, it didn't work out that well. You know, oh, BP had all these awesome. fuck. <laughs> BP had all these goddamn great pickup lines and shit. Don't listen, BP. Don't forget. I, I saved every single fucking thing that you sent me from that. I, I saved them all. I want to fuck listen back to well, I'm glad you saved them because I don't remember them. Oh, well, listen, I, I saved them all. So don't worry, my friend. I got you on that one. But um, yeah, Lizzie, I think you'll be fine. All right. This is uh my prescription to you is I think you should go out, try to try to get a guy to bar, you know, drink the Coca-Cola. You don't have to put any Jack in there or you, you listen. The easier thing I would tell you to do is just download Bumble and go on there. And I don't want to be a, a fucking but I think that's your best bet. You'll be fine. You sound like you're in the right spot. It's just you're you're in a fucking place where you don't know anybody. You know, hey Joe, you know that what sucks. You, you know what she should drink when she goes out to the bar. I do listen, dude. You know, BP. I'm telling you right now, if they have it there, you should actually do that. It's because you know, a little bit of kombucha in your life. It actually makes you look like you're drinking and you're cool, even though you're actually making yourself healthy. And that's why it's the reason it's the sponsor of the Joe Antonio Show. Oh my God, BP. That was the first live lead-in that we've had from you. That's so cool. Right, ready? It's awesome. All right, guys, the official sponsor of the Joe Antonio Show is Aquavite Tea Kombucha. It's a premium probiotic tea, organic kombucha, non-alcoholic, premium ingredients, live probiotics, beneficial enzymes, gluten-free, vegan, handcrafted in the great state of Vermont. Oh, my God. So many great flavors to choose from, guys. You got your peach out, elderberry, uh, BP. Maybe you can tell me what I'm uh, sipping on tonight. Hold on a second here. Hold on. Uh, blueberry social. 
Oh my god, you're a fucking <laughs> you're like a psychic. He's right. Blueberry Social, guys, that's what I'm sipping on, guys. <laughs> They're Aqua IT, Pledge of Authenticity. They only use premium ingredients to live cultures and probiotics to develop during fermentation. Lab manufactured. Their kombucha is always alive, vibrant, never pasteurized, and these are the latest technology to produce a non-alcoholic kombucha. Guys, make sure to check them out at www.aquavitee.com. That's A-Q-U-A-V-I-T-E-A.com. Make sure to use that promo code Joe A Show at checkout to get 10% off your order and free shipping on their kombucha and seltzers at aquavite.com. Yeah, listen, you know, BP, you made a great fucking point there. I think that uh, if she's going to go to a bar, ask if there's kombucha there. That's kind of like a norm now. A lot of people are, they got kombucha on the fucking taps and shit. And I don't know. There you go, Lizzie. I, you know, I'm trying as hard as I can to kind of lead you in. There I like you go. Your prescription. I'll give it a shot and I'll come back. All right. There you go. All right. Uh, Richard Harvey's here. Uh, what, what's up, Richard? What, what can I do for you? Oh, there he goes. Oh, no, it's Lizzie. Okay. Yeah. Richard, Hello? what's up? Hello? Hello? <laughs> I know who this is. <laughs> hello, hello. Is, is this the Joe Antonio show? Fuck you! Wow, that's a little extreme. <laughs> I, I, I heard about this uh, website from my friend William. He's my neighbor. Mr. William O'Connor? <laughs> yes, the, the $5 million man, William O'Connor. Hey, Boner. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I've heard of him. Yeah, he's not really a nice guy, though. He gets really drunk and he tries to fuck my dog. Douche. <laughs> yeah. He likes a doggy style. Fuck boy! <laughs> yeah, well, the bad part is it's only a Pomeranian. Well, maybe he's not that big, so. Five well, A, bae. <laughs> so yeah this is my my first night on this uh here pod beam show stuff and cool. I'm, I'm trying to figure out how it all works all right well richard yeah it's great to have you here um i mean listen we've been getting in a lot asking how how the show works and uh well listen you know you're here and you know william o'connor he's a, he's a cool guy we've talked to him before <laughs> yeah that william o'connor guy he's not really nice Hello. <laughs> but he is my neighbor, and he's trying to help me make some friends. Yay! <laughs> or Richard, go grab some kombucha and go out there. <laughs> Hanny's here. Welcome, Hanny, to the show. Oh Sorry, God. I'm hard of hearing. What, what what was that? Zombie Zuka? <laughs> Zombie Zuka. Yep. Exactly. Oh, hello. Zombie Zuka. Oh my God, Hanny. Welcome to the show. Um, Hi. We were just talking to uh, Lizzie here. We had a great conversation with Lizzie. I got to get into the, my music break, guys. We're like 45 minutes past past the hour. Rennie is here. Uh, Rennie is live in the studio tonight, Hanny. Um, hi, so Rennie. You, could... you hear that? He hey, said hi. You didn't send me anything. No photos, oh, I got, nothing. I got some cute videos of him. He's here. Oh, there he is. Yeah. <laughs> I got some cute videos of him. I, I think I posted one on my um on my Instagram or something. How you doing tonight, Annie? How you doing? How's everything? Good. How are you? I'm good. I don't know where Boogie is. Um, you know, we had to put it SO out on Boogie. Probably huh? comatose. He was up on yeah. 
Well, listen, <laughs> we talked about this when we first started the show, me and BP. I mean, listen, BP is here. You know when, when there's a problem when BP's here? BP's kind of like I the... I know. Uh, I know. Well, he's here. I didn't... Listen, that's what I love about him is like, I didn't ask it. I was like, oh, you know, it's going to be solo dolo, just me and uh, Rennie Monster. You know? <laughs> and you know, BP comes on and he's been great. I mean, we've been talking to Lizzie. We're getting some stuff going, but I don't know. I, I took an unexpected nap. Um, pardon my bad. I just okay. dozed off. And then the next thing I, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm 68 years old. I really do like naps. <laughs> yeah, good. At least you get it. <laughs> fucking crazy fucker. I love it. Uh, <laughs> there you go. I know. I, I just, I love everybody that's here. You know, it's. We have a good family of people here. We, we really do. do. I hope Boogie's okay. You know, now now I'm like I'm sitting here. I'm, like, I'm oh, sure he's uh, fine. He's just finally sleeping. Don't worry. Yeah. Yes, he's got Joe, a fucking. We, yeah. Go ahead, BP. Yeah, we are we are a family, Joe. Manson family, oh. but we are a family. Yeah, we might be fucked <laughs> up, but we're a family. We yeah. are. Listen, it's just uh, I think about you guys all the time. Listen, I'm telling you. You know, I've heard of that guy before. I think his name was Silent Nights. <laughs> <laughs> Silent Nights. Yeah, Silent Nights. He had a holy night. <laughs> oh my god, you guys are. Benny's excited. Oh, he's he's so cool tonight. Like he's just. I don't know what it is with him. Like when he's here in the studio, he just he runs around. I poop him the fuck out. He does a couple clips and shit, and then he goes to bed. Oh, listen, Hannah, I don't think you heard this last night. He made a really cool intro to our dream show. Um, I was really proud of this. I mean, me and Aaron and um, and Tuttles and Boogie, we did a, a Scream 6 movie review. Did you watch the new movie? Did you get along yes, to it yet? Yes, You watched, watched it. How, what, did you, what, did, what did you think of it? I liked it. I didn't see the okay. fifth one, and it still made sense. Like, it wasn't, you know. Okay. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I mean, listen, Rennie, we put him hard to work last night. He made this really cool intro to the show. I mean, listen to the, the production quality of this. You are tuned in to the Scream 6 interview and post-movie review with Tuttles, Joe Antonio, Aaron, and Boogie Nights. I mean, geez, we've never had production quality like that in a long Look at it. He's even got the, he even put the piano in the end. That Scream 6 movie, I've seen at the drive-in. It's a, it's a pretty good movie there, Joseph. <laughs> it's a hoot. <laughs> it's a hoot. <laughs> no, but listen, the, uh, you know, Rennie's been doing it. He's doing perks. He's, he's out here now. He's, he's kind of just pooped out, and he's just, uh, you know, Rennie, you all right? <laughs> all right, okay. <laughs> just make sure Rennie O'Connor doesn't hear that dog barking, because he'll get a boner. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Christ, dude. Uh, all right, Rennie, Rennie, you're safe here. All right, listen, guys, let's get into some music. We're like way past the uh, music break here. We plugged the commercial. Hannah, I don't think you were here when you heard it, but uh, BP did bait me into it live. It was the first time BP. live on air that BP actually did it live on air. I think it was great. It's and one, one for one. <laughs> one, for one. Yeah, he did. He got it. It was Blueberry Social, too, by the way. So. Nice. Boogie guessed it last night too. I mean, he's—I don't know, Hannah. Maybe you got to brush up on your. Maybe you got. Maybe I have to adjust my we're camera. Just, we're just disconnected lately, Joe. I don't know. Maybe we need a a friend retreat or something. Yeah. Why is that? Why are we disconnected? I don't understand that. that, that shouldn't <laughs> be. 
<laughs> I don't know. You're like one of my best friends. I shouldn't be. Well, we'll talk off the air. All right, here. Joe Antonio Show. A little Mark Knight. Oh, great track right here. Get your balls all swelled up. Joe Antonio Show. Mark Knight with Yabisa. Hey, now. tune from him uh little world premiere there joe antonio show welcome back all right rennie's actually in charge of all the uh tunes tonight rennie liked that one yeah, yeah good one <laughs> uh seeker had his glow sticks out so you know oh see oh listen i want to get seeker on i want to talk to him i haven't um we talked to seeker in a while let's get him on and see what he's all about what's going on with love having seeker on just research he's on for research yeah <laughs> <laughs> Hello. 
<laughs> Seeker, uh, hey. welcome to the show. How are you doing tonight? Oh, same old, same old. How are you guys doing? Good. <laughs> right, shut up. <laughs> no, we're good, man. What's going on? How, how you been? Uh, how's how's life? How you surviving over there? You know, just work and research and work and research. <laughs> oh, what's what's uh, I love that research. That's um his his famous quote here on the show is what, what kind of what kind of research are you doing? Oh, we're not doing this again, John. Uh, dude, I'm I've been I mean I've been researching all kinds of things since I was fourteen. It's hard to actually nail down a specific one. Okay, all right. Well, what's and nothing specific you can talk about in here. To at least intrigue us a little bit to talk about something. All right. Well, I mean, let's let's take a look at current events. Um, okay. And for anybody that thinks this is conspiracy theory, just look at news headlines. Look at the actual government websites saying that they're doing this. Um, all right. So. All right. Listen. So before you start, before 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 you start, I'll let you do one. I'll let you do one. So make it the most important one, please. Oh my God, Joe. No, just no. I just want here, just one. The most important <laughs> one that you can you can come across, seeker, and that's all I'm, I'm all asking. Just, I'm, be nice about it. Just one. Okay. Over the past okay. what two or three weeks, mm -hmm. we've had three major banks fail. All right. Okay. Yep. And then you have the Fed, the Treasury. And DC itself saying, "Oh no, your accounts, your your bank accounts are safe. They're safe. Please don't take your money out. Don't take your money out." Which in turn caused people to take their money out of these smaller banks and stick it into the very very big banks. And then not too long after that, the Federal Reserve announced that they will launch their Fed Now program in July which is the CBDC. And on the actual Federal Reserve website for FedNow, they state that the FedNow program will not be run on the blockchain, but will be ran through the six really big banks that everybody is putting their money in. Right. So this isn't being done on purpose? Anyone? Well, yeah, it's I don't know. It's a weird fucking. I've I've seen it, and you got to feel bad too for a lot of these investors and shit. Like you know, a lot of these people are just. Why this all happened at once is a weird situation. I don't know. I, I listen. I can't tell you, seeker. I, it's. I understand where you're coming from, and it's that's you know I consider what you're saying not a conspiracy theory. I think it might be somewhat true. You know, it's just. It's very odd. It's a very odd situation, to be honest with you. Very um, much. A lot of people are fucking pissed off, and you know, you, you look at these well, banks and shit, and they're like, well, the security is the security okay? I mean, listen again. It's you got to. I saw like even a lot of big investors in there, like Roku. Roku, like you know, they make the you know the streaming devices and shit. Mm -hmm. I think they took the hardest hit. They had like billions of dollars invested in some of these banks, and they fucking got fucking pegged right up the ass. So. Well, um, whether yeah. whether anyone out there actually thinks that this shit is actually happening or not, um, when this Fed Now program comes out, I highly, highly, highly recommend do not be a part of it. Yeah. No matter what happens, do not well, be a part of it. 
And what's the um like what are the actual stipulations in all of it? And explain it to our, our listeners here. Uh, you know. Well, from what I can gather is to be part of the Fed Now program. Hey now. <laughs> yeah. No, sorry, I burped. You I have to first create a digital ID. Okay. And they will they've already announced that when you create your digital ID, they will attach not only your financial status and your bank accounts, but also your vaccination status and your criminal history. So basically everything about your life will be attached to this digital ID and you have to have one to access the FedNow program. Yeah, so they want all your information. Basically, they want you to, you know, just give up everything that you got. They, what do they want? Your social? They want, you know, listen. If you have a stop and shop fucking card, they want that information. They want everything about you, basically. In a nutshell. Well, yes, but that's just the entrance point. The exit right. point is that once you are part of that system, if they find out that you're doing anything they don't like, they can just shut it right off. Like it doesn't matter what it is. You can you can post a social media post that they don't like, and they can shut it off. Uh, you bought too much meat in one month, and they'll shut it off. It doesn't matter. When when you're part of that system, they have complete control over your money. Yeah, well, I heard that too. I mean, Hannah, I don't know. If you remember, like maybe like a year and a half ago, when the IRS said that they were going to start like seeing if like if you spent like like a certain amount of money, like if you spent like five thousand dollars on something, they were going to start looking into it. Do you, right. do, you, do you remember hearing about that shit? I'm like, well, what the fuck? Like, if I can't make a big purchase, like, you know, I'm going to book a vacation or something like a huge extravagant vacation, which usually is over the 5G mark. You know, if you're going to like fucking Disney or one of those places, what, I got somebody that's going to look into my finances? Well, I, I don't know. Who knows? I mean, I, I, I know. always have done that to an extent. That's how they can, right. you know, shady yeah. business, but yeah. Yeah. They, they want to look into what doing and they want to see what you're, you're doing. claiming this no. much income and you're spending so much then it's right. red flags exactly. you know yeah leave me alone if i'm going to spend my fucking money that it's well hard-earned you know i gotta go through shit all week deal with fucking assholes can i just take my money and, and fucking do what i want to do with it oh my god seeker i understand your fury with that and it's it is it's bullshit but i don't know man I don't know what else to say, dude. It's just, it is what it is. It's the fucking times that we're living in now, brother. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, uh, see, I think the, the biggest, the biggest worry, not for me, but for everybody else <laughs> is that, uh, they, it's a combination of not paying attention as right. well as, Oh, that's just conspiracy theory. It would never happen kind of thing. And so people will just fall into it not knowing what they're falling into. And then once they're in it and they realize what the fuck they're in, it's too late. Right. Well, you know, listen, that's the thing with, you know, people, people have to verify what they're doing and you have to look at the news media. Everybody verifies their fucking shit from CNN, Fox news and everything. And all these media outlets, nobody, nobody makes their own opinion. That's why I love you. Seeker. You know why I love you is because you verify and you do your own fucking opinion. Uh, There's not many. 
Yeah, there's not many research. Thank you. Getting yes, back research. The, the, research. the quote unquote <laughs> research. Now I get it. See, now I now I understand why your whole research thing that you said to me that day, and you got me all pissed off. But I understand and I agree with you. You got to go out and do your own fucking research. You got to believe in what you believe in. Listen, I, I believe in what I believe in. I don't get too deep and dark into this crap. This is why I don't talk about politics and shit anymore in the show. It's just not worth my time. I'd rather talk about fucking just, uh, you know, our, our normal shtick. You know, Aaron comes up with some crazy things that come up and we just politics thing never, never caught on. And I never wanted I hate when people bait me into it. Hannah, like I never wanted to talk about it in the first place. Yeah, but Joe, that's that's yeah. the thing is I understand that for decades there are people like yourself that you know they don't like politics, they don't want to get into politics, they don't want to talk politics, you know, stuff like that. Which, you know, in the past, that's fine. You can live your life separate, you don't have to get involved in politics. The problem is, is that now that is now getting into every aspect of everybody's I know. Yeah. life. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you're right. I mean, everything that you do now is like, you know, oh, you're canceled for this. You're canceled. For that. I understand that. Dude, listen, 100%. I mean, listen, you got to tread light water. How hard you listen? You know, I, I do a lot on this show, and I, I kind of touch on topics, Hannah, that we, we do a lot. You know, we, we talk about a lot of fucking crazy things on here. And, you know, Ooh, I yeah. always... I always tell myself before the show that I got to, you know, mostly tread on certain waters, but at the same time, I'm not going to uh, water down my show also at the same time, because I've been doing this for three years and I, I have my opinions on things. And if you don't like it, listen, it's very easy. You just tune out, you don't listen or you move on. And there's, yeah. I'm not a fucking easy person to get along with. If you talk to me in a conversation, if you have different points of views and you want to talk to me about things, I, I'll give you my side and I'll accept your side. But again, we 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 poke fun at everything. That's one of the things that I love about this show is I poke fun at, at things, but uh, it's not out of a bad nature. I do it out of a fucking. I'm just having a you know a good right. time. Fun. Yeah. I'm not I'm not pissing people off. You know. I, you know. And I talk about your Jufro all the time. I love your Jufro. I think it's beautiful. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and listen. But- and I always tell you all the time that I wish I was Jewish sometimes. Like, you know, I always use my, my Jewish terminology. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, you'll hear me use the word tukas and yenta. And, and you know, I sometimes I feel like I was a fucking closet Jew. But I love <laughs> Jewish people. And it's not like I'm I'm not poking I'm, I'm not poking the bear. I'm just kind of stream rolling and having fun with it. There's not a lot of people that do that, though. There's so many people that are fucking angry. They're, they're fucking they want to attack people. That's not what we do here. We have fun. And, dude, you know what, Seeger, I got to agree with you. I mean, you know, me and you have not agreed on a lot of things, I have to say, in the past couple of months. But I do agree with you. And I think you're you're 100% on point with that. Well, one, one thing that I, I definitely would recommend for yourself and for others is um, maybe not go as far as I have gone. But um, get to the point <laughs> yeah, to where... No, <laughs> Because uh, I live a very, very simple life for a reason. If no, anyone really? ever tries to like so-called cancel me or whatever, it won't fucking matter. What the hell are you going to cancel me from? But um, as far as you or anybody else with a show, um, I would recommend that you set your stuff up to where if they try to cancel you, it won't matter because you run, you run your own shit. Because eventually it's going to get to the point to where even the most simple, simplistic, basic stuff of reality 
will become taboo. And if you say anything, you might even be arrested. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Listen, I have my, I have my constitutional rights in hand. Um, Again, you know, I don't really give a shit. And my thing is, is I don't stretch the line. I know where the line is. You know, I talk to Hannah about this all the time. I talk to Aaron. I talk to Boogie about this. Listen, we have a line here. We don't cross. There's a bunch of things that we say on this show that are fucking taboo and funny, and we, we poke fun at everybody. But I don't, I don't cross the fucking line. I am not one of those people. I'm not one of the people that's been canceled yet. You know, if, if I've, I, I've learned from some of the greats. I've learned from some of the best people in this industry to where to take it to that extent. And I, I think I've done a pretty goddamn good job in the last three years. And I listen, I've made mistakes. I've, I've done some stuff and said some shit that maybe I regret, but you know, I was probably not in a great space too, maybe two years ago, you know, but again, I, I'm never a person that's negative. I'm always for the positive now. Again, and Tana, you've seen me in my transformation in the last year. Now, this oh, yeah. show has been fucking, you know, I listen back to shows like when you first came on here and I sound like a fucking, like a miserable fuck, like a prick. Yeah. yeah. But again, I, 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 but I think honestly, I think people need to, I think people need to start thinking or start transitioning from a hard line to a hard wall. It's going to, I I'm guaranteeing it's going to get so bad that it's not going to be just crossing some line that you have drawn. Right. It's going to get to the point to where if you don't build a hard wall to where you say, I don't care what society says, I will not compromise on this. If you don't do that, you will either be eaten alive or you will become part of the system. I know. Well, Listen, we, we got to just, um, my thing is, I'm, I'm just, you know, I love, <clears throat> I love the power of positivity lately. That's my thing. I just think ahead and I look forward and I just think of great days and, you know, I'm going on vacation in, uh, in about a month and I'm just thinking about that. And like, you know, I always look for the good, dude. You know, there's the problem that we have <clears throat> is we think about too much bad shit that's going on in our lives. I think, I think people need to st- start like setting goals and shit and start putting some other things ahead of them and saying, you know what? Things, things will get better. And, yeah. and just look, look forward to right here. Like look forward to good stuff that you have in your life. Instead of looking that's into right. the crap that that's like, you know, surrounding us. I don't know. That's, I swear if, if I'm blown away by my new complex too, Hannah, it's just, I've over the last year, I've, I've finally like have set and I've, I've done like the psychotherapy and stuff. Like I have like a psychotherapist that I talk to and it's helped a lot. You know, if you're not in therapy, you should probably, you know, listen, if you're, if you're feeling a little bit weird or down or something, whatever the fuck about yourself, go see a psychotherapist. It's the best thing that I ever did was going to psychotherapy. Yeah. There's a negative stigma when it comes to that. People think it means you're weak. I think it takes strength to admit that you need to talk to somebody who's done the schooling and understands how the human brain works, has different coping mechanisms, things like that. I don't think there's anything wrong with seeking help. Um, In fact, it makes you a strong person to admit it. So, yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Seeker. And also one thing I want to tell people now, uh, (laughs) people with families, now this would, this would, you know, be a lot more complicated, but uh, in general, if you have a job, if you have a roof over your head, if you have money in your pocket, if you have food in your fridge, 
you're good. Right. Don't worry about all the extra stuff. It's nice to have it, but you have to realize that it's just extra. So when the day comes that you lose that extra, but you have the necessities, you're still good. That way you don't go nuts when you lose the extras. Yeah. And, and, you know, listen, there's people that are more well off than others, obviously. I mean, you know, I don't have to worry about fucking things like, you know, I, my, I know my bills are paid and all my bullshit's done and you have people that are struggling, but yeah, that's, you know, the bottom line is dude, everybody's different. Everybody's going to want to fucking have to do what they have to do. I don't know, man. It's just, this is like, this is why the, the things like this get touchy. And that's why I don't like talking about them. If it's coming from you seeker, listen, I'm happy to hear it from you because I know how you are. You're very set in your ways. You're, you're, you're a very set in your ways type of person. And I like getting everybody's introspect on things. I don't like just breathing in, you know, one, one. That's why I always tell people, you know, when we talk about politics, I'm not a left winger. I'm not a right winger. I'm a straight down the middle type of guy. Mm-hmm. I, I do lean a little bit right because, you know, what's going on with our country right now is like a little, a little messy, a little, yeah, a little psychotic. Right. And, 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 and honestly, you know, if you don't appeal to that, it's kind of, you know, you, you understand you fucking turn on the news in two seconds. And well, but, Joe. Uh, can, can can the senior citizen in this chair <laughs> conversation? What in the world? Please speak up, please. As a sixty-eight-year-old man, I, I've gone through some stuff. Now, the last three, four years, they've been quite tough on everybody. But I remember back in nineteen seventy-two when there was the great banana shortage. That was way worse. Than any of this <laughs> stuff we're going through now. Yeah, I couldn't soul, find huh? a banana to save my soul. Oh, crazy. Banana. <laughs> banana shortage. Uh, so, so what it, you just couldn't get a banana? I mean, uh, did you lose your teeth? That was like one of the only things that you could have eaten at that time. Uh, no, 1972, <laughs> this boat got shot out of the water and they couldn't send any bananas. The United States of America. So 1972, couldn't go to Dairy Queen? Couldn't get a banana split. (laughs) Really? That's that's insane. I mean, how could that happen? That sounds so horrible. (laughs) Well, everybody loves their bananas, Joseph. Okay, yeah. I mean, listen, I like a banana in the morning on the way. I throw throw the peel out the window. Yeah, yeah. Potassium. <laughs> Potassium, yeah. Vitamin D, a little vitamin D. Yeah. It's good for you. Everybody loves vitamin D. That's what the sun's for. Oh, I especially do. I get you. <laughs> I heard from my friend Williams that uh, that Hanny J chick on here, she has some nice tatas. <laughs> she does yeah well listen even howard stern said that she has she had nice tatas i mean even he knows i mean it's it's crazy how, how many people know that hannah's got uh some nice uh, some nice tatas it is pretty funny yeah you know hey now this Not is your pal howard stern i want to take a minute and say hello to my good friend joe antonio joe i love the show honestly it's honest fucking radio me and you are the last of a dying breed unfortunately Having said that, Boogie Nights, you are an asset to the show when Aaron isn't there. And God, I love that fucking Aaron. Hannah, 
you and Joe have such great chemistry on the show. And I love when you guys berate each other or Joe makes fun of your huge titties. But, Joe, keep up the good work with everything. From your good friend, Howard Stern. I mean, isn't it amazing that even Howard Stern's, uh, you know, saying, hey, <laughs> hand it with those big, those big titties. So mm. what, uh, what computer program did you use to make that? Yeah. I need a computer program. And a computer program. That's uh, that's three years of trying to at least get something from fucking uh, from Howard for all the people that I know up there. I wish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a good thing about it. Uh, yeah. I mean, we we've done enough here, you know, as as far as me trying to get something from them, you know, and I'm I'm friends with all the writers and producers. That's why we can play all these fucking great bits and phony phone calls and all that great stuff. So I'm happy about that at least. Mm-hmm. You, know, you, you at least take some time out of his day to fucking record something that they're begging for years. I have to pay any money either, which is nice. Yeah. And I got to thank my, I got, I got to thank my friend, you know, Gary Delabate for getting that for me. So again, thank you. Um, I right, listen. I, I'm yeah, Baba Booey. I'm running into like a fucking time constraint here because you know what it is. We were talking to, um, we were talking to Lizzie earlier in the show, and I wish you were here, Hannah, because you probably would have. I wish you were, you probably would have been able to give her, I gave her good advice though. I think, uh, tunnels, right? I believe you did there, Joseph. No, I did it. You know what? I was just, you know, she, she moved from fucking Seattle to Iowa and she's like, she's like, I don't know who to, where to go, how to date. And I told her, I'm like, listen, go on Bumble or uh, I told her to like, go to a bar and just hang out and just yeah, like, see if I yeah. got, but she's like, well, I don't drink. I'm like, well, you could just go there and grab a Coca-Cola and sit at the bar. Somebody will think you're drinking a Jack or Coke or something. You don't have to look, you know, she doesn't want to look like a loser, you know, cause I'm Aww. not drinking. Yeah, but that's not well, like I, it, I, I'm 68 years old. And I'm down in Florida. I live next door to William. She wants to come down to Florida. Oh God, I'm here for her. I got those uh, little blue pills in my drawer. Uh, you know, oh. I took like six to one day, and it, I had to call an ambulance. Yeah, but other than that, other than you, got Vi- you got the you got the you got the Viagras, the Viagras. <laughs> Yeah, she got the Viagras. The Viagras. I got Rennie right by my leg right now. Rennie, what do you, what do you want us to play? You want to play a song here? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're so cute. I sent Hanny a picture of uh, of him. He's just yeah, he's he, so he, was, he was chilling on the studio, but now he's up on my legs. Like, come on, Joe, I want to hear "I'll Be Around" by the Spinners. Ooh, okay, <laughs> we can play that. All right, it's like one of his favorite songs. All right, here we go. All right, right for you for Renny, Renny man. You're such a good dog. Little uh, spinners right here with I'll Be Around. Requested by Rennie, executive producer of the John Antonio Show. We'll be right back. Hey, toes.
There, that was the spinners with I'll Be Around, requested by Rennie. It's one of his favorite songs. Here hey, Joe, go. how's it going tonight? Oh, Tuttles is here. Hey, now, uh, wow, hey, hey, geez. hey now, hey, um, didn't you have to say something to Hannah? I guess, um, something, yeah, going on happy here. birthday, oh. Hannah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. hello, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, it's not, it's not, it's not. Tuttles is um, very good at, uh, at, listen, I don't know where Boogie is. Um, you know, honestly, I love it when you, oh, hey, Boogie, nice to meet you finally for the first time. <laughs> well, I wasn't really going to go on Podbean tonight. I had already messaged you that, but I'm sitting in my hot tub watching Ooh. Obi-Wan Kenobi on Disney+. Yay! Plus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the cat sends me a text. I'm live. Join me. I need you. I'm like, fuck, I just ignored him. All of a sudden, I start getting messages from Mama Bear Tracy. Hey, you got to get on the Elgato show. He has an emergency. I'm like, what? What the fuck kind of emergency was he got? Sends me another message. He's at work, and he cut his fucking finger off. I'm like, tell him to call 9-fucking-1-1. Leave me alone, right? Well, why why would they? uh, uh, Tuttles to the rescue. What the fuck are you going to do? I have no idea. So then uh, she's like, just pop on. He needs you. I'm like, ah. So I fucking hop out the hot tub shut my laptop off i get online and he's not even on his own show because he's got no reception where he's delivering the fucking packages yeah there's no cut off finger nothing ruined my fucking night seeker is picking on me he's like why'd you get out your goddamn hot tub for elgato (laughs) i don't understand it's like you're in canada he's in california even if it was a real emergency what, what are you going to do? do? Yeah, yeah oh, what are you going to exactly. do? So what I did, I, I queued up uh, Flavor he's gonna call it. He's going to call the Mounties to go to California. <laughs> I, I, uh, I I lined up Flavor Flav 911 as a joke. 
So then when he finally came on and let me up on the fucking panel, I just sat there playing uh, Flavor Flav 911 as a joke. <laughs> well, I'm just going to have to yell at Kitty next time I see him. Yeah, everybody should. Fuck. This this has all been going on tonight. I mean, what, what the fuck? Yeah. I give him massive I, just, I still I, I just I still don't understand if you were blessed enough to even have a hot tub, let alone being laying in it. Why in the hell would you get out for Elgato? I don't know. I like I said, I didn't want to use my phone too much while I was in the the tub there because I've had to see you dropping phones in the tub. <laughs> Of and uh, my wife says I can't buy any more phones for a while. Yeah. <laughs> You're cut off from that shit. Well, well, that kitty. I'm gonna have to get my spray bottle when I see him. <laughs> yeah. We all know um, I cause him very much stress when I'm not happy with him. So, <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, yeah, yeah well, that's, that's that's how my night went. But I figured I did four hours on last night. My throat was a little. You know, yeah. rasp because I'm not used to talking that much anymore, and well, uh, I was just you know. Listen, I got I got to say, man. Listen, last night's episode, we did a uh, great fucking uh, show. Um, again, it's spoilers, so don't listen to it if you haven't watched Scream Six. But we we got deep into that, and you know what it is. What I loved about the show, um, you know, Tuttles is we we kind of dug into this into this movie, but we we retracted back and got every single element out of the last previous movies and kind of combined them all together. It's, it's amazing how much knowledge that we had on that panel as far as like the whole series is concerned. I mean, Aaron's very smart about it because he, he loves the series. Me too. But even Boogie, like Boogie like had a lot of great points too. Man. He was like mentioning shit. It's, it was a fucking great collection of thoughts. And I'm telling you, I want to like that. That's a show that I'm very proud of that we did with that that Scream Six special and the music that we played. We played a lot of clips. I mean, it was it was a fun fucking show, man. And we did it. Everybody did a great job on it. Really happy. Well, I, I literally did something I never do on Podbean. I never go back and listen to the replay. Uh-huh. But actually, this morning I, I clicked on the replay and was listening into it. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I never do. I never do what I did last for last night. It was good. You gave you good approval. Good. Oh fuck yeah! Sounded good. Good content. The uh, the the intro, the uh, tunes, everything. It was just it was good. Good job, boys. Yeah, we uh, we did it justice. Hey, listen, Brenny's the one that came up with that uh, whole intro and the fucking you know. Listen, he's the one combining all the effects. I mean, he's over here passed out sleeping right now and looking at me and staring at me. But he's uh, you know he's been doing a great job. As far as the quality and content, I mean, Jesus Christ. I I listen back. It's so fucking weird, Tuttles. I listen back. Like, I get the memories on my Facebook when I used to, like, post, like, oh, listen live, you know, blah, blah. I listen back. I'm like, oh, my God, dude. We're, we've come in a year. It's amazing. I can't wait to well, see where we're going to be in a that's year. What I, that's what I've been trying to say on uh, other people's shows and stuff about the Joe Antonio show because it's literally not even the same show that it used to be two years ago. It's completely, totally different. It's just a totally different vibe you know it's just i don't know yeah so I... yeah i mean we're doing a good job over here and i have to appreciate every even you seeker i mean though me and you we get into our little tiffs and taffs but i uh, i still love you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, i'm gonna go do some research on that one mm-hmm. <laughs> gotta go research that word love i gotta go i gotta do some research yeah, I gotta do some research on Joe actually liking me for a change. No, I do love. No, you. actually, I'm I'm curious. They actually made six screen movies. 
Yeah, mm. man. <laughs> oh my god. Well, he's never seen the first one, so this is like no, news the, to... the last one. The last one I saw was I think it was the first one, the one where uh, <laughs> they dropped a they dropped a TV on some guy's head. Yeah, well, listen, he didn't die, okay? He didn't die. He's not dead, okay? They dropped the TV on his head. He's not dead. It's Matthew Lillard. It's my good friend, too. Okay, he's not dead. All right, see? They, they actually, in part six, do well, drop a TV on somebody else's head as well. Right, yeah. Yeah, I saw this in a movie once. Yeah, Kirby says well, that. Well, I yeah. mean, if that well, was the first one, that's the only one I've seen, so. Well, listen, I'm just telling you, Seeker, he's not dead, okay? The guy you saw that got the fucking TV dropped on us, he's not dead. He's going to come back in the next one. I'm telling you, okay? Well, I have I don't a want, dream. I probably will never yeah. watch it. So, well, I don't want. I don't want to talk about Matthew Lillard because he's a good friend of mine, and he won't give me any fucking insight on that series because he's so fucking tight lipped, closed mouth. Like I can't talk about it. I can't tell you anything, Joe. What the fuck? Tell me. Are you ever going to be in the movie? Oh, can't say no, sir. Can't say no. I'll be in Scooby Doo, fucking part nine, though. Oh, great, cool. I don't watch those movies. <laughs> now, does he kick you when you're asleep and say punks don't die? No, you don't listen. It's it's just that that's you know if you watch the first movie, and that's fine. At least you got it like a gist of the series. You, you got a lot of the. Yeah. Remember that movie? No, which one are you talking about? The mo- I don't even remember the name of it. But him it's and he was in a movie where him and uh, one of his friends SLC Punk, party, and his friend complained about a headache, and somebody gave him something, and then. He woke up and his friend was dead. No, what movie is that? And he Matthew was like, Lil- Matthew Lillard was in it. Wake up, man! Punks don't die, man! Come on, wake up! Total. Do you know what he's talking about? I have no fucking clue. Yeah, what movie are you talking about? Matthew Lillard. That's who we're talking about right now. Yeah, the Scooby Doo uh, guy. Yeah, Scooby Ruby Doo. Yeah. Are you talking about Wicker Park? I don't fucking know. Oh no, he, no, he's talking no, he's talking about SLC punk. Was it like based in like Seattle? It's like a punk rock movie? Oh god. I believe so. I saw it. I, 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 I don't know. You're confusing me. All right, so let's move on. Okay. <laughs> uh without a paddle's pretty damn good too, though. Without a paddle's a great fucking movie. I mean, yeah. I, I, yeah, great fucking movie. All right, let's let's move on here. I don't want to get sucked into the seeker vortex. I think I'm already getting sucked into it. <laughs> <laughs> You might learn something. <laughs> yeah, I've learned enough. All right. Um, <laughs> oh, let's get it ticked off, Vic. Let's get into him. Um, he sent me a video today. I guess he's he's really pissed off about people texting and driving and doing this shit. Listen, you know, if you it's just, you know, let me ask you, uh, Hannah, you're a texter and driver. I know oh, you. Yeah. Are. You, you text and drive. Yeah. But I do actually try to only do so, like at when I'm stopped or like. It's Tucson. Many streets are empty when I'm driving. So if there's no one around me, I'll do it real quick. I also do speech, like talk to text. Can can I ask Handy J a question about texting and driving? Yeah. What do you find easier, these flat screen smartphones or back in the old days when they had the flip phone and you could just feel the buttons and text? Oh, the flip phone because you just memorize how many clicks, you know, this is. But yeah, you guys, you guys are. I think I text so much that I really don't look at my phone when I'm texting often. So it doesn't like I can look straight ahead and be typing. Well, see my texting setup. I have it on that blur thing where you can just put your thumb down and like scroll T H E uh-huh. for the word the, and you don't even actually have to t- spell it. You just sort of make that swirl and automatically puts the word the there. 
Pretty sad. Pretty but, sad. You guys have this down to a science on how to fucking text and drive. But listen, I, really I will have to agree with you on that one. Enemy T9 number. Enemy number one. Better. But I really I only do it. I swear, like if I'm at a stop sign, or like there's no one around me, like there's no cars, that kind of thing. Yeah, I haven't been texting so, and driving for a long time, so. but I just when I used to <laughs> before it was illegal. Are the arrows ready? I think the T9 with the push buttons was way easier. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Listen, guilty as charged. You guys are all fucking criminals. And you know what? Ticked off Vic's going to take care of you on this one here. (laughs) (laughs) You go when the light turns green, you dirt neck fuck. (laughs) Hey, what do you hear? What do you say, Mike? Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Google Plus, your sister's ass, the Pony Express, a very ticked off Vic here. You know what ticks me off? People texting at red lights and not moving when they turn green. And to the morons who I'm sure will tell me that I'm filming in a car, well, moron, I'm parked in a parking lot. So get over it or get lost. Okay, now follow me. I'm actually uh, technically okay that people are texting at a stoplight and not texting when they are driving. Obviously, that would be really bad, and no one should text or do anything that is distracting while they are driving. They should be shot for doing that. But I'm not talking about that. Here's the problem with people who text while stopped at a stoplight. Now, I have to explain that I was just down in Florida. I could not believe how many times I saw this. A person stopped at a stoplight in a turning lane. The light turns green and they don't move. But I mean, they really don't move. Six times I saw this over a few days, and to be honest, I have never seen this anywhere but in Florida. Three times the person eventually realizes the light has turned green and finally takes off like a good 10 seconds into the light. But the other three times, the fucking idiot sat there and missed the turning light completely. I mean, it went red, then green, then red again. And the lights in Florida are really long, but that's a whole other rant. Meanwhile, my go straight light was still red while the turning light was green. So I I get to watch these things happen. Now, okay, let's say the guy isn't in a rush and he doesn't care that he sat through a light. Okay, big deal. Shit happens. But here's where it gets fucked up. Half the time, there were cars behind him waiting to go. And no one beeped. Not one car beeped, and I think I know why. Two reasons. One is the whole thing where people get pissed off if you beep them, even if they deserve to be beeped. People get personally offended if you beep them. Oh, how dare you beep me, you impatient shit. I will go and I am ready to go. You have some nerve to beep me. No, you go when the light turns green, you dirt neck fuck. Maybe the person behind you has a doctor's appointment. It shouldn't matter what the people behind you have going on. They have a right to get through the light. I realize most people are afraid to beep the horn in general or give their brights. Apparently, giving your brights is like personally kicking someone's mother in the fish basket. Holy shit. But anyway, here's the other problem with with beeping in Florida. The stand your ground law. So the person who gets beeped now gets out of their car because they have been offended and think they are standing their ground because the beep made them feel threatened. 
The person who beat is now feeling threatened because the idiot who was texting is now walking over to their car and going to physically confront them. And everyone has a gun in Florida because even the fucking squirrels have guns in Florida. And now, all of a sudden, stopping at a traffic light has turned into a possible shootout at the OK fucking corral. Look, I understand if you are stopped at a light. Stopped at a light. And you want to check an email or you look at your navigation screen or respond to a message or whatever. Comb your hair, brush your teeth, pick a fucking booger, eat your fucking snot. I don't give a shit what you do when you stop at a traffic light. Eat a booger. When the light turns green and you don't move, you have to understand why someone behind you might beep or flash their brights. They are doing that because the world doesn't revolve around you, you selfish, stupid shitbag. Yes, you have the right not to go when the light turns green by accident, but to not go at all for the entire light when there are people behind you who have their lives to live is just being a selfish, entitled, fuck-faced dickwad. <laughs> Look, if you forget to go when the light turns green and someone beeps you or brights you, just wave and say thanks and go on your merry way. There's enough fucked up shit in this world right now. Don't add to it. You're on the road with other people. You don't own it. We're all in this together. Do you understand this douchehead? People <laughs> texting at red lights and not moving when they turn green. That's what ticks me off. Oy vey. Perfect. Amen, brother. Any? He's here. Now, living in Florida... I don't know. Uh... Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> no, go ahead, Seeker. I, I gotta get to a no. music break. I, I can't go, go into a long diatribe. I got a show to do here. All right, we'll go to the music break. I'll come back afterwards. All right, yeah, we'll talk after. Okay. All right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm, I'm losing my music breaks here. <laughs> Hanny's laughing, so she knows. Um, all right, uh, Renny, what do you got uh, queued up here, boy? Uh, you got something cool? All right. All right. Renny's in control of the music tonight. I love it. I don't gotta do much. He's in the studio. I can just sit here like a schlep. Just talk to you guys. All right, little, uh, oh, you got Shane Codd right there. It's not right, but All right. It's okay. Good anyway. tune. Joe Antonio Show will be right back.
Hey now. Hey now. I like that. I dug it. It's a good one. Hey now. Oi. Right. Little Shane Todd right there with the. Uh, I'm sorry. I was fucking. Yeah, fucking good. good, Renny. All right, he's good. Well, I'll Jesus. tell you one thing. I don't fucking hesitate to honk my horn. If some motherfucker's sitting there for more than three seconds when that light turns, I'm honking the horn. I drive an old school 87 Chevy van, so, man, it sounds like a fucking boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the whole uh, not honking your horn in Florida, I... Yeah, Guys, I'll be right back. Uh, keep the conversation going. But uh, as far as flashing your headlights... Yeah, there's, um, I know that it used to be that you would flash your headlights, to uh, signal to people that they can change lanes in front of you and stuff like that, especially with semis. But I don't know how it is ar- around the rest of the country, but here in Florida, um, you might want to be careful doing that because for some strange reason, I don't know why. It has become a trend for cars full of gangbangers to sit there and try to change lanes. And they will wait and wait until somebody flashes their lights. And once they flash their lights, they will change into your lane and then change into the next lane, come up beside you, and shoot your ass. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new meaning for a drive-by. That was a thing here too for a while, actually, in Arizona. I remember that, but as far as I know, it's not as common anymore. Yeah, that's why the only people I flash my lights to to you know signal to them that they can come on over is semis. <laughs> Well, you have that also, and then you have certain areas where like, a cop parked on the side of the road with a speed trap, and you're going up the road, and you flash the person that, hey, there's a cop up ahead. That's another thing that they do. I don't know if they do it down there, but they do it up here. Like, if you're up, you know, because everybody speeds on the old country roads in my area, but if there's a cop hanging out in some area, and you're coming through, and you see somebody flash their lights off and on at you, you know that you better slow yeah, down to the speed Give them limit. a warning, like, hey, hey. <laughs> yep, we do that here, too. Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah. You can get a ticket for doing that now, though, too, though, eh? If you get busted actually doing like, that. Snitches get stitches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a $300 fine. It's impedance of uh, the police duty or something like that, they call it. Yeah. And, uh, it's a $300 ticket up here. <laughs> That's essentially what that is. The cops are like, stop tattling. Yeah. Stop, stop fucking with us, fucking with people. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. They don't want to be tattled on. They're like they're trying to catch you. They have a quota. The last time I flashed, the lady hit me. Well, BP, we're talking about a different kind of flashing, my friend. <laughs> yeah, not involving a brown trench coat. <laughs> no, not oh. that kind. Oh. <laughs> the speaker is now oh. <laughs> Get that mental imagery out of your head, seeker. Oh. Oh. Okay, yeah. Seeker, you, you don't watch TV, and I'm fully aware of that, because I've heard you say it a few times. I do not watch TV either. I do stream movies. I'm big on movies mm-hmm. and documentaries. Now, like, do you have a TV, like, hooked up to your computer to watch documentaries and stuff, or you just basically don't have a TV at all? No, I don't have a TV. 
So you watch these documentaries on like a laptop or something? Nope, I don't have a laptop. So how the hell do you watch your documentaries? <laughs> on my phone. On your phone? Oh, okay. All right, I'm back, guys. All right. He just uses his phone. That's all they need. Wow. I know. What's going on? What's going on with Seeker? We were just talking about how he doesn't have a TV. He doesn't have a laptop. But when he watches Hmm. anything, it's just on his phone. Yeah. We're still busting his balls about that. (laughs) No, I was just seriously asking because I I watch a lot. I don't watch normal TV. I don't never watch the news. I watch movies and I watch documentaries. And I listen to a lot of audiobook podcasts and stuff like that. But I was curious if he actually owned a TV or just not at all. No, no, of course not. Right, no, Seeker? I don't, you don't, a, you don't, <laughs> I don't have a TV. I don't have a radio. I don't have a computer. I don't have any of that. You're a prepper type person, but you don't have a radio? No. Wow. No, I'm not a prepper. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've got, I mean, I've got like, you know, three months worth of food and water. I'm not necessarily a prepper. Do you, well, have, you, uh, you, have, it, do you have Chef Boyardee? No. Oh, no. <laughs> it usually goes in conjunction with some of the stuff topics that you talk about. It's usually the same people that talk about that type of stuff. Like myself, my brain thinks a lot like the way you talk, but I just can't because I'm in Canada and I can go to jail. But um, <laughs> I am a prepper. No, he's he's not joking about that. Yeah, can you, imagine, can, you, can you imagine dying eating Chef Boyardee? Oh, my God. What a bad death that would be. <laughs> you know, Chef Boyardee <laughs> tastes good on an open fire. Like, if you're having, like, a fire Ooh. like a fire ring, you put it in a pot and you put it on that. Ugh. The smoke does something to the food. You got to trust me on this. I've I've had a few people try it. It well, tastes fucking amazing. You know how, like, if you're on death row and they... And you know, you know, when you're on death row and they give you like a final meal and you can like request anything you want, like I'd be like, oh, I want some crab legs and like a fucking filet mignon or something. Like, can you imagine like your your death sentence is like eating Chef Boyardee, like a uh, beef ravioli? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'd ra- I'd rather go to prison and fucking rot in hell and fucking go to the death chamber and, and be like, all right, well, listen, I'd rather get this meal. Oh, that seems a little bit better than. Uh, I don't <laughs> know if if I had the choice of eating <laughs> Chef Boyardee or catching a squirrel um i'd eat the squirrel oh god i've never actually eaten a squirrel i've eaten rabbit i've eaten deer bear moose i've never eaten a squirrel yet though yeah i've eaten squirrel at like a game dinner it's like oh my god it's disgusting well, I was probably about 15, hanging out at my uncle's house, and he's like, hey, go grab a couple beers out of the freezer. So I go grab a couple beers out of the freezer. Half the freezer was full with beer, and the other half was filled with squirrels that he was live like live trapping, you know, like catching with the snare snare traps. I'm like, what the oh fuck? You got God. these things in your freezer for? <laughs> yeah, like, I fuck? eat them. I said, you're <laughs> nuts, man. <laughs> well, that, that, reminds me, that reminds me when I was a, a really young kid. Um, shit, I might have been fucking like eight years old. Uh, I went over to my aunt's house and her boyfriend was a bow hunter and he had just snagged a really big deer. And so they threw this big ass party and I don't know why, but my mom and dad brought me with them to this big ass fucking party. This dude, he had the deer on the dining room table gutted <laughs> and he would what he would do is he would go he would walk over to the deer 
and cut a nice chunk of meat off and then walk into the kitchen and cook it. Wow, that's fucking It wasn't hanging from a tree or anything like that. He gutted that motherfucker on the dining room table. (laughs) That's like that video, that Asian restaurant. uh, Somewhere in New York State, they got busted because the the cook guy went and killed a deer and he was dragging the deer in the front door of the restaurant. Oh, this is good food right here. Get out of the way. They ended up getting shut down. (laughs) I would hope so. Jesus Christ, dude. Disgusting. Wow fresh meat i used to butcher deer on sundays during hunting season <laughs> my uncle ran a uh, butchery and when we were like 12 10 14 you know that age range for a couple years on sundays go in and uh, help he'd do the butchering me and my cousins would do the packaging but you know we'd make like 30 bucks or whatever for the day and get to take home a hunk of meat yeah go, i dude. mean if you if you give me a guy that actually knows what he's doing when it comes to butchering an animal <laughs> um, I would trust him dragging a deer out of the woods over grocery store beef as far as like health and antibacterial kind of thing. I prefer bear meat over deer meat. <sighs> Gross. I've never had that. I would like game? to try it, but I've never had that. I've, I've had, uh, I had bear jerky. I mean, oh, I guess it's gamey, dude. It's very fucking... You you got to know how to cook it, and the more smelly. onions you use, the better. And it's it, you take a good piece of bear roast, and you put a five pound bag of onions, and you put it in a roasting pan. You put it in the oven for like I don't know five six hours at around 300, 325. Let me tell you, man, that shit tastes good. See, deer meat <laughs> venison gives gives me Hoff diarrhea. Said, I don't Hoff, know why. Hoff said it's yummy. <laughs> it's very yummy if you know how to cook it. Uh, <clears throat> Bear sausage? Oh wow! It's now so is this is this during salmon season or berry season? Well, see, my family gets bear all year round because um, my cousin's uncle lives about twenty two hours up north, and he's the guy. Like, if a bear gets hit by a car or a moose or a deer, <laughs> and they're still alive, he goes out with a gun and he like shoots them in the head to put them out of their misery. Yeah. So they're semi roadkill. But they're not really roadkill, you know? My lord. They're just really fucking big roadkill. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Like, just my cousin, fuck. he'll go up and visit his family in Timmins, and <clears throat> he'll come back with a cooler with, like, 50 pounds of just different meats. <laughs> and it's just amazing. Like, yeah, honestly, savages. Joe, if you were to go to the place to buy the wild game, that 50-pound mm. cooler, that's probably about $2,000 worth of meat in there. Jeez. Yeah, just taking all off the side of the road. I mean, come on. Listen, I, I'm happy just like going to the fucking store and like just getting what I need to get. And you know, I've had like I've gone to game dinners and shit, and it's just I don't know, it's just too much, dude. Like, oh, here's some rabbit, here's some squirrel. I don't want squirrel. I don't. I don't want this shit. It's gross. Bison's really good. If you ever see bison, I've had bison. I've had. I've had That's bison. Tasty. I've had. I've had a bison burger. It's okay. It's, it's a little gamey too. It's I don't know. Well, see, that's, Hannah, that's Hannah, Hannah have you ever had um Hannah, have you ever had cactus? You've ever had a cactus Napolitos. burger? Napolitos, yeah. Cactus <laughs> burger? Not a burger, yeah. but Napolitos is a common dish. It's a cactus that's boiled and cut into slices, seasoned. It's really good. Yeah, it's, it's good. Uh, I've had it. It's good. Yeah, it's delicious. 
Uh, yeah. I've had prickly pear jelly, of course, margaritas. It's very, it's, it's very moist. Um, I know the girls don't like that word moist, but it's very moist. Mm, moist. Mm. Moist, yeah. People are weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, delicious. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys, listen, we got 10 minutes left. We're running out of time. Um, oh, Rennie, Rennie, Rennie did a great job tonight, man. Yeah, good job, Rennie. Little, little buggers. He's a good boy. He's a yes. I was I was sending uh, pictures to Hannah throughout the show of uh, of him and his different resting spots here and what he does. He so happy. This <laughs> fucking show. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> Secret. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't fucking tease him. <laughs> All right, uh, guys, let's do a little phony phone call. Fun. We haven't done a phony phone call. Uh, let's get to a phony phone call. I love this one. This is Ronnie, the transgender, calling a political show. This is great. Oh, it's a hell. <laughs> yeah, here we go. <laughs> but I can tell you that even myself, I get paranoid. So I'm going to see if I can get this caller in here. Um, you're on Centrist Thoughts. We have to say. Hi, I'm here with my mother. She just transitioned. It was male to female. Uh-huh. And, you know, your views, your politics really helped her. I know she'd love to thank you. I'm glad that I'm able to to voice a more leveled uh, middle opinion. On, on Who's a, that? Uh, yes, my name is Shane. You're the man. I love celebrities. Uh, this is my my third episode, so I I. I ah, you're so funny. <laughs> uh, okay, so what, what what would you like to say right now? I'm a farm girl. Uh, I grew up in the country myself. I know how that is. I'm not milky looking. I'm like I got a little bit of a tan. So we I'm, can... I'm like Italian skinned. Okay. I'm wearing this hot fucking gown. Yeah, can you, can you... Can you uh, Low cut, black. Right. Uh, the, you know the, the store pink? No. I'm wearing a pair of their thongs. Well, now, no, but before we go too far into this... Uh, They're first, black and white, and it says pink on the band. I uh, assume so it's their logo, it's a brand. And I have a very smooth pussy. Sorry, try try, try to keep it a little, a little, a little more clean. I, I don't... Uh, I don't want there to be uh, too much. It doesn't uh, bulge out. Y- your genitalia was was surgically done well. And I have a big clit. Yeah. Okay. All right. We that's that's not relevant information of this. My pussy is perfect. Let's 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 stick to the uh, veer away from your genitalia itself. I don't jerk off anymore. I don't have. Yeah, to. Okay. All right. <laughs> we, that's that's not relevant information of this. But I've asked you multiple times <laughs> to keep the language. It's all good, man. Look, I I would love to to, to discuss. Transgender, uh, transgender issues. I just got worked up. You could, you could use better, better choice of words. Jason Statham. Uh, yes, <laughs> I, I know the actor. I would eat his asshole out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's so much fun. <laughs> uh, you know, people who who try to make other people miserable for their own amusement. I guess that's another problem with the world, really. <laughs> Is that really the problem? That, uh, tell that was chopped up sound bites on a soundboard. No, dude, listen, a lot of these guys are fucking stupid. I mean, Tuttles, what do you think? <laughs> I thought it was fucking hilarious, but some people are pretty <laughs> fucking stupid. <laughs> Love it. What do you think about that, Renny? <laughs> yeah, he approves. <laughs> kind of like your dog. Dude, chopped up sound see- bites on a soundboard. <laughs> oh, he- <laughs> Well, he's actually here. I just can't make him bark on command. You know, he's not like a. Yeah, he's just, you know, he's here. <laughs> oh my god, I, it's just, it's amazing. I love that. Um, sheesh, what do we have left here? 
this fucking whole two hours went by fast. What the fuck? It's like it's kind of a blur. Yeah, it's like I was only here for about an hour. Yeah, it's one of those blur episodes. <laughs> it um, happens. You know, Jesus Christ. I got well, what you're joking about there, Tuds. I am your time traveler. No, maybe we can get into this really quick. Uh, I saw somebody actually posted a, 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 a sign outside of their business saying that they're <clears throat> hire, now hiring non-stupid people. Hmm. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, Seeker, good fucking luck. Stupidity and no common sense. Yeah, I guess um, you know, people, you know, they they posted this on the, it was like on a media site, and they're like, oh, well, is this offensive to people that are actually stupid? Well, if you're stupid, then you know you shouldn't really be offended by it. It's just you know you're stupid. I guess that's well. What I mean, seventy five percent of humanity is fucking retarded. So I mean, right? You know. I listen. If I owned a business, I probably would put a fucking sign outside that said that. Like, listen, I want only people that are fucking coherent. I don't want any dumb people uh, working at my 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 place. Uh, take a listen to this. I mean. This was a news story. I think it was out of Columbus, Ohio. Um, here we go. Oh, I, I laughed. I did laugh at it. Like, but I get it. I get the, where they're coming from, but I don't think it's like a bad idea. Now hiring non-stupid people is written on a sign hanging outside of Santino's Pizzeria on the southwest side <laughs> of Columbus. Some customers not bothered by it. I understand where they're coming from because just you know you want someone that work here that's going to comprehend what's being ordered or service um, but it could be offensive. Um, but I'm here. A post on Facebook had more positive comments than negative. A lot of people saying they thought it was funny, which is exactly how the owners say they meant it. It's more humor than anything. It's not meant to like target anyone like that or be rude. Jaden Dunnigan has been working in her parents' shop for years. Thank you. She says finding good help has been difficult, which was a big driver for her family to choose that particular sign. A lot of people that we've hired has been a little bit not wanting to work. There's really no worth ethic behind them. So I guess that's the meaning behind the non-stupid. Dunnigan says someone called in a fake order of over a hundred bucks Thursday night in response to it. It was about 10 pizzas, I believe. We made the order, he called back and he actually ended up talking down to one of our employees, said that our pizza sucks and he's canceling the order. Someone admitted to placing the fake order <laughs> in this Facebook post. We tried to reach out, but the account was deactivated. So what did the shop do with all that food? They gave it to the community. Since we don't really enjoy wasting food here, we always think that, you know, someone else in need is out there who can actually enjoy this food while it's still fresh and hot. I would just like to point out that they said they're not hiring stupid people, but they took a fake order of 10 pizza. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, irony. Oh my God. <laughs> irony. That's why that's I why, thought that was... Yeah, but, that's why yeah. you no, charge them. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. But when you're, when you're sitting there on a normal work day in a pizza place and mm -hmm. the phone rings and someone places an order, you don't know it's fake until afterwards. Yeah, but 10 pizzas, something like that, like, you you have an idea of what your normal volume is, and I doubt that 10 pizzas is a normal order, and that's right. why you should take payment up front for something like that. Well, you know what, listen, you know, Hannah, you're completely right, and I got to think back to a phony phone call that I did, okay, not too long ago, maybe about five or six months ago, okay, one of the best phony phone calls that we've done on this show um, was me exactly. doing that phony phone call to the guy in there. 
the Nardellis one. Um, I don't even know if Tuttles has ever heard this one. I mean, it's 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 a classic. It's it's so good because this guy, I swear to God, I, I got so fucking irritated that I did it after I was done. I'm like, oh my god, this guy's really gonna make this fucking sandwich. You know, it's it it really was. It bothered me. Um, hold on, let me let me play this kind of because we'll, we're getting to the end of the show anyway. This is a perfect one to kind of you know shut everything off with. We'll play some music when we're done. Yeah, yeah, Tuttles, you never heard this one. This is me calling a uh, Nardelli sandwich shop and um, basically ordering everything on the fucking menu. And this guy was so cool. I, at the end, I had to like tell him, like, dude, I'm sorry, this is not a real, uh, a real. <laughs> you pussy yeah. dough at the end, Joe. I did, yeah. But listen, <laughs> listen to the call though. Oh yeah, hi. I'd like to uh, place an order for pickup. Sure, what can I get you? Cool. So, um, I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm so confused. I'm looking through all the different stuff you have. I want a hull grinder. Okay. Let's start with that. Um, I want turkey, ham. Can I put eggplant on the ham and the turkey? Uh, I, we can, uh, yeah, you want to do like some extra meat on the, on the sandwich? I can add eggplant on there. Yeah. That. Yeah, sure. Um, and then also, um, can you put a uh, breaded chicken cutlet on there too? And and can you douse that with the spicy buffalo sauce you guys have? With the buffalo sauce, sure. Yep. Um, and then also some sliced steak. Some sliced. I'm sorry. A sliced steak. Steak. Okay. Yeah. This is all that. on one sandwich, right? Y- yeah. Okay. All right. Um, also too the barbecue rib. Um, <laughs> You could put that on there too, right? Uh, barbecue rib and and also pulled pork. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and, I know this might be a pain, but the meatballs, can you just like slice those and put them on there? Sure can. Okay. Um, oh By the way, uh, Podbean's going to cut me off in a minute, so we might have to come back. Um, we'll be back in I'm, 10 okay, minutes. Okay, so bacon. Then you'll be able to. I might even be uh, able to get through this call. Mushrooms. Um, okay. A double a double order prosciutto on top. <laughs> okay. Um, what's the different hot pepper chicken? Is that like a different than the chicken cutlet? It's a, it's a cutlet. It's got some prosciutto on it already, and it's got um, banana peppers on there. Okay, let's put that on there. Instead of the cutlet that you already have no, on there? No, yeah, on that? top of that, yeah. 